welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 71, and tonight we're calling in Audible Boys. I was going to ask how you felt about this, but fuck it. I'm the QB here. Oh, we're going to be uh, daddy here. We're, we're going to be doing The Fall, as mentioned in episode 70, but I think we're going to go with a different featured review. We're going to go with Possession from 1981. I fucking just said that. that <laughs> yeah, but it was in my head before you said anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like driving over here and I was like, how is this conversation going to go? Uh, when we watched The Fall, <laughs> we were all totally out of it. I was like, I think this is going to be a shitty featured review. You know, Gotta go when we walked into that, you're like, Jacob, don't you fall asleep. <laughs> I explicitly said I would be the first one to fall asleep. And then and actually Kyle was. And but then, then I, I look over about 30 minutes in and Kyle's son. That was my green light because <laughs> you said oh, that, yeah. you said that Kyle was falling asleep. I was like, bet <laughs> I can fall asleep, too. I kept. Hey, wake up. <laughs> Movie. Um, we also have a very special guest tonight. Dad, welcome to the show. Hi, Dad. <laughs> if that voice sounds familiar, it's because he's been on a few episodes before. Mr. Travis Paul from Cinephiles Digest. That is I. Hello. Are you, are you saying hello <laughs> to us or hello to the listeners? Anyone who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that wants to hear it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, so we uh, mentioned last week. We were heading to Seattle to turn up. We turned up. That we did. And we watched the movies together. So we had to have uh, Travis on for this episode so we can talk about them together. Yes. So that's coming up on this episode. Let's uh, let's get into it. We got a beer here. We do have a beer, and it's yours to describe, Kyle. This is yours. So I picked up this little daddy boy. Called Rainbow Haze Mango Infused IPA. Don't from tell me Sun it has King lactose in it. Brewery. Oh, I hope so. Turn <laughs> uh, oh, it actually says extra lactose for Jacob Saldana. It's right on the can. <laughs> for awesome. your enjoyable. For well, your now it's okay because it says my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I picked up actually a few beers to put in the stock room, but uh, today we are going to be reviewing another movie or talking about another movie, I should say. Uh, LGBTQ plus, plus June Pride Month. So we went with Rainbow Haze, Rainbow Flag, Jacob, the King of Tie-ins. Anymore, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, this can it's art very good. is beautiful. Check out the picture on Untapped. Uh, so <laughs> let me read the description here. Let me pull it up here. It's <laughs> not very much. A Hazy IPA with mangoes, I'm guessing. Pretty much. Rainbow, <laughs> Rainbow Haze is an IPA with fruity hop character complemented by infused mango. Pretty much exactly what I said. But uh, what I'm interested in is why the pictures, one is, they're very different looking. Yes, I see that. The colors you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Even this one looks way different than uh, that one. Yeah, it's weird. This is like... I think this. I think these people got poured the wrong beer, and they're just like. <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> or it. it changes colors of the rainbow. I mean, that does Another not tie look in. like a hazy IPA. A lot of them look pretty similar, except for those. So yeah, I'm say they it's the they got screwed. Yeah. So let's see, Sun King. What else can we say about these guys? Indianapolis. They are from Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. Oh, is 3. that 3.9 
on uh, untap. This should be pretty good. And Travis, you're fucked. You don't have this beer in front of you. That is correct. Do you have a beer in front of you? But I do. We are going to talk about. Um, we are going to talk about some beers that we drank uh, after we crack into this. So let's crack into this, and then we can do a little uh, a little Seattle brewery wrap up. Cold pint glass. Reminds me of Tangerine Express. It does. Except mango. <laughs> it does. It does. So the Tangerine IPA, this is a mango IPA. If you fucking overflow that, I will lose my mind. What are you talking about? <laughs> so the pictures, some are right. <laughs> it's almost like they're worth a thousand words. Looks beautiful. That's a great pour, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Should be a bartender. Sure. <laughs> That's all it takes, Kyle. Yeah. I could be a pharmacist. This is counting pills. Yeah. Bartenders just pour beer and pharmacists just That's count true. tablets. Yep. <laughs> hmm. I think it's great. I really like this. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. No, it's present <laughs> tense. You need to get one for present tense. Can you say that a couple <laughs> times in the mic so I can... I'll give you a couple. Okay. I like it. I like it. Different. No, higher than that. I like it. No. Okay. <laughs> Say it like this. I liked it. But I like it. Too excited. Tone it down. <laughs> I like it. Nuance, Jacob. Nuance. What's <laughs> the nuance? I like it. I liked it. I like it. Okay. That's, that one's pretty good. Perfect. I like it as well. It's not too... Uh, Fruity, which is nice. It's like it's like it has a fruity profile with a with or no hoppy profile with a fruity. So question before we move on. This is it says uh, mango infused IPA, so it's not it's not mango added after the fact. It's like I'm assuming it's mango. It's a, I think it's like infused with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. So they put essential oils <laughs> into it. They massage the mango because doesn't that make it more subtle notes when it's not when it's not i think it's pretty uh pretty prevalent but yeah it's pretty on the nose it's not like overpowering no No. it's It's balanced i think if i don't know what they would have done but i'm assuming to add like the juiciness to it they put a used mango juice of some sort that's my guess and infusing maybe doesn't taste like uh i think they soaked it with uh See, that's, they soaked that's the it in mangoes. You didn't describe it as that. That's, that's that syrupy. difference I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's like juicy. If you don't describe it as a can of syrup, this it's not really super juicy. Correct. <laughs> but I, yes, I prefer this. Okay. Well, it's good. It's good uh, for an IPA. It's a good summery IPA. I what was ABV on this? Like Six something? 6.3, 25 Perfect. IBUs. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so as we mentioned, we went to Seattle and we sh- tried a shitload of beer. I think we had over 50. 54, 55. Yep, different beers. And uh, we finally got to try Great Notion, Travis's favorite brewery. Mm-hmm. And there were some bangers. So. But you didn't get the full experience. 
definitely yeah. not. So everything the closed day of on the Monday and <laughs> they Tuesday. decide to close their tap rooms to us. <laughs> bastards. But uh, yeah, bastards. it was. They were fantastic. Most of them, not all bangers, but a lot. But a lot of them. But they tried. I think most. I think the majority were four or higher. Oh yeah. There was like two or three that were not, and we tried a lot of Great Ocean beer. Yeah. So if yeah, you're ever yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. Ever, we are yeah, recommending we're ba- giving the Sudden Cinema stamp of approval. And the, the two beers, Ocean. the two worst ones were the two IPAs. The double no, dry, you didn't dry, like that IPA. That IPA hop. was good, though. Uh, you didn't like the other one, and the I triple. liked the other one. Yeah, the other one was ass. You were ass. <laughs> that cleaning product? It was a double ass. dry hop, hop, double dry. Or dry double. Yes, that one was weird. It was a lot. The first sip is weird, but it does get better. It did I get agree. better. But it, it got still like wasn't great. drinkable to a point. <laughs> like I know <laughs> you didn't saying. finish it. It went yeah, from undrinkable I, to drinkable. Well, I know what you're saying. Where it's like the first sip really took me off guard, and then subsequent sips were a little bit better. But I still didn't like it. Whereas, like if you thought it was weird at first, you could grow to drink it. But I didn't want to finish it. And then the other one that I what was that what was the other worst one. The other one I rated the lowest was the cheesecake double tra- strawberry cheesecake because oh, yeah. Wasn't a fan of the cheesecake. The one that you picked? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I picked that for you one mostly. You said you hadn't tried it yet. The one that it costed oh. the woman in an <laughs> alleyway to get. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I appreciate the gesture, but uh, if you would have consulted with me, I would have pushed you in another direction. Well, but again, I appreciate the gesture. As you know now, okay? <laughs> what? Impulsive. I don't know what you're talking about. We had some five stars from Great Notion, baked and stuffed. Did I? I, I don't think five. I had a five star. And uh, Malefalus two. I did. Or Both yeah, smoothie ones. beers. Batch two. Yeah, those smoothie, smoothie beers, beers were the best. are smoothie like sours. Quickly in the top of my favorite yeah. type of style of beer. And they specialize in them. Oh, there was another one that they just put out that or uh, Travis name. Carnival. Carnival. Look it up. Sounds amazing. Put it on the well, wish list. I have that. We can uh, go pick it up at a P.O. Box in Toledo. On that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we really got to get that uh, set up so we can do that. That would be huge. Or ship it to the apartment complex. That's in, in yeah. I think they ship it in Indiana or some parts of it. There we go. So, yeah, try to, uh, try to shoot a little beers if you guys follow us on Untapped. You saw that. You saw if an you don't, influx of beers. You are dead to me. Um, if you stop don't, listening to the show right if now. If you don't follow me on Untapped, jail. Jail. <laughs> straight to jail, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not, straight to jail. You don't toast my rating, jail. <laughs> you don't tag your friends in rating or in check in, jail. jail. No trial. Straight, straight to jail. jail. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about here. So, are you guys ready to get into this? I'm are ready. you ready to get I mean, into this I don't Kyle. think I am, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think so. Well, it's so starting anymore. with possession, right? Oh yeah, it's gonna be huge. Oh jeez. So did uh, real quick before we get into it, did that uh, podcast help you at all? Uh, you didn't even, I didn't to even it. finish it. <laughs> 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 He's like this, this. I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> well, you know, you you gave it the old college try. Okay, let's uh, let's get this done. All right, we're talking Possession. Possession was made in 1981. Uh, it's directed by, oh God, Andre Zulaski. 
best guess. Uh, stars Isabel Ajani, Ajani Sam Neill, uh, a couple other people. Uh, plot synopsis reads, a woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce. Suspicions of infidelity soon give way to something much more sinister. Let's take a listen to a clip. I have to go now. Did you wait for Bob? I can't now. Maybe we can both go and pick him up at school. I can't. It doesn't hurt. No. All right. I just used got there. Boys, what did you think of Possession? Well, I think I was the I only it. one who enjoyed it at I all. Liked it. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? I, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I don't know. This felt more like a... You ever go to an art museum and you see those no. videos <laughs> that they play and you're like, what the fuck is happening in that video? I have no idea, but also, this is great. You mean like when we went to the art museum in Seattle and... <laughs> It said this is to cleanse your... Oh, yeah. That was a video, though. We didn't have the vapor we were supposed to sniff for that. No, we got to go back and get so. that vapor. <laughs> yeah, where's the... Conf- whatever. I think they stopped the vapor because of COVID. So. They should have just hit up Heap. <laughs> Heap's got the vapor. Oh, oh, yeah. Heap's getting a shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out, boy. Heap. 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 You, Heap. Know, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> but, no, like... They have those videos. You watch them, and it's more about the feeling of the images you're seeing, you know, because images don't are you know, picture worth a thousand words, right? So images what? can be. I've never heard that. <laughs> you're welcome, then, to let you know that. Yeah, like dumb, stupid, <laughs> horrible. There's three of the thousand. I hope right you there. keep going. <laughs> but you get this spoiler, Josh. Emotion. Yeah, it's Joshua loved it. You get this emotion you can feel from what is happening, not necessarily understanding what a direct line is throughout it. And that's what this felt Mm. like to me more than maybe in the more, you know, movie realm. It's definitely more of the art side of it, strictly. Mm. So what you're saying, Jacob, is yes, life is not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's a good one. Really? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's on every fucking <laughs> new mid, mid-age I'm wife. The same thing Kyle did about there's a thousand words. It's on every mid, mid-40s <laughs> wife bathroom wall. Thank you. But, yeah, so I took it for that. Do I completely understand what I saw? No. I got the main idea of what it was about and it, how it devolved throughout the film into madness, basically. I did really like the one scene at the end, but yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I love that. Oh, wait, are we talking about the same scene? Ooh, yeah, probably. Okay. I don't know. I think Kyle's talking about the scene. Oh, well, no, I was, the, scene. I was talking Kyle about Kyle went to the back scene. of the theater during that one. Yeah, he's like, I got one second, guys. <laughs> BRB. But Put the sheet down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the images. I enjoyed the weird just atmosphere. And yeah, it was something. I didn't love it. It's not something... It is something I kind of want to watch again, though. 
Good luck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Never be able to do that. I'm sure, I can find a way. I'm sure yeah. the dark web. If you can watch something. Sallow or whatever, I think you'll be fine. I, yeah. That's on Criterion Collection. It's easy to find. But he saying. didn't watch it on that. <laughs> no, that's well, he's, a, he's saying accessibility is yeah. for this is low. It's hard to find. So yeah. is Sallow. No, no, it's not. It's on no, the Criterion Salo, Collection. I could. <laughs> oh. Well, I just, it's hard to find online unless you buy it physically. Correct. But Salo was not something I want to watch again. This is something I do kind of want to watch again. Hmm. So, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, first I'd lead off by saying thank you, Travis, for taking us. Um, so, and, you and, and I you am... Quick. Dad took us out to <laughs> the theater. <laughs> and I am... Not mad I s- watched it because of its rarity. But other mm-hmm. than that... And horror, you're the horror hound. Yeah, uh, yeah. if you want to call this horror. Well, you got to um, watch good and you got to take both it's true, sides. It's true. So I think that this movie was pretty horrible. Um, I l- So I think that this had a very uh, defined through line. And then... The rest of the movie was just distracting, trying to distract you from that through line, which is pretty basic in premise. I mean, you know, we'll talk about it later, but um, I just, I mean, I just thought that this movie was, it felt like a play, like the acting was god awful. I don't know if it was intentional or not. It didn't feel intentional. It was nuanced. <laughs> it felt like, like I went to like a high school um, or like a college class and they were doing a stage or like a play at like a small school and they were like trying really hard to be really good at acting and <laughs> they just weren't. And it was like almost laughable. Well, it was laughable at a lot of the points in the movie. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else to get from this because I pretty much understand and I got what it was saying and what it was supposed to be about. But like the way that it got there was just distracting and over the top and it just felt like try hard and i hate movies that try to just be too different or weird for weird sake and this is what that felt like so i mean this is like class a top tier of what movies i hate so um yeah it fell right in line with what it what i thought it would be or not what i thought it would be because i had no idea what it was about but well, I'll just real quick mention, because we talked about the rarity, the accessibility, thanking Travis for taking us to see this, but uh, we did get to watch this in a single screening, oh, yeah. uh, single, what is it called? Single screen cinema, uh, Beacon Beacon Cinema in Seattle, which is really cool. Shout, Shout out. out Beacon. Go support independent movie theaters. Uh, yeah, so they had a, a copy of this. We think it was a Blu-ray copy, but... Irregardless, uh, got to watch it there in a private screening. It was really cool, and I'm glad we watched it for that purpose. And Josh, you said this is right up there with movies that you hate. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't hate those movies, but I still hated this <laughs> movie. Because I think, I don't, I still like wrapping my head around what's the, what is the general consensus of this film? Because it seems like a film that is going for the so bad it's good or not going for that but it's um that's what it achieved uh just as a byproduct of making this movie because yeah the acting does feel really bad like 
some of Sam. I don't think it's trying to be bad. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is it's not I trying it, to be bad. It's a byproduct of making this. So film. you're like kind of like the room. Like it, he didn't want it. Yeah, to like be he, bad, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was going for a, a serious film. Classic. And yeah, it's it's gained popularity and reputation because it's so bad. I don't think that's why people. I don't like either. It, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is I'm <laughs> still wrapping my head around what the consensus of this film is okay. because why do they like it? What is their? I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'll help you get there. I'll take you on a journey. <laughs> you're talking about as uh, as clearly as this movie was. Yeah. Point is, it's not. It's not so bad. It's good. It's trying to be good, but it's really bad. It's like the acting, like you said, is terrible. Sam Neill in some parts is like so funny. Just his when he runs, these, <laughs> his movements like that was he's great. like talking to somebody and then he's like, I go, and he turns his head really quick. Like, yeah, it felt like a play, yeah, yeah, or like, like a soap opera, really bad, play. yeah, soap opera acting, play acting, stuff like that. But what I got from that though is kind of, I don't know if I can just interject here. <laughs> these are my general thoughts. Sorry, Jacob. go ahead. Please. Jacob gets eager, <laughs> uh, yeah, these the story too, like. I get what it was, you know, not really from the movie after doing like a little bit of reading. I get what it was going for, but I still don't really think it achieves any of those themes, you know, divorce, identity, things like that. Like, I don't really think it achieves any of those um, puts across those themes very well. There's movies that do it 10 times better not to have to compare it, but it just I didn't get those things from watching this. And as a horror movie. Did you have a comparison? Oh, yeah. Annihilation is way better. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait. I feel like they're trying to No, they to are. Uh, Blade Runner, <laughs> but Blade Runner also. <laughs> Both of them. What about Possessor? Uh, I didn't get much of a identity angle with Possession. Babadook sucks, but... <laughs> Babadook's better than this. I don't know. Anyway, it's... It just uh, even as a horror movie too. Right? It's like it's okay. There's like unsettling moments, but there's just a lot of I don't know a lot of things that it fails at. I feel like, and we'll get into it. You just didn't get it. I mean, it might have gone <laughs> over it's my okay, head. So you can just say Travis, that. go ahead and tell us. Tell us. Tie why it all wrong. together. Tell for me us. why. So, I well, I don't know if I'm gonna successfully okay. do that, but. Um, I'm falling somewhere in the middle on this one, and uh, I would like to watch it again at some point, even though it is tough to get your hands on it. Um, I do agree with you guys where the acting was a little over the top or melodramatic, and some people are into that or can excuse it while others can't. Um, I do think there were a couple good moments of mainly uh, yeah. Isabel Johnny's. Uh, performance uh sam neil was a little too over the top and goofy at points but uh some of that i feel like is just like the foreign nature of it coming from a different <coughs> or a filmmaker mm-hmm. from a different country uh and i do feel yeah i liked what it was going for and i liked the vibe of it i think there's some standout moments but ultimately i was confused while watching it and it wasn't ultimately satisfying um so I can I can kind of see both people's sides where you either love it or hate it. Um I do think it is a little overrated though because it's got like a 4.1 on Letterboxd and 
I've just it's I hailed as a horror masterpiece and I just feel like it's a little too goofy or like a little too obtuse to really warrant that acclaim. Totally I agree. agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you are, where do you want to start? Like what it's going for? This is like not you see the title and you kind of think um, either demonic or like a ghostly possession. And I don't I don't think that's what it is going for at all or that's not what no. it's going for at all. No. This idea that uh it's like I guess what's on the the main theme is like it's taking over like after the divorce this is or after the idea of divorce or yeah. and that mm. gets proposed. But isn't it possession they are like becoming he who is they like possessing wants to be possession like possess her basically. Well what the 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 main thing I think it's it's trying to accomplish right is that they meet uh, or the other girl is like his ideal version of, of her mm-hmm. and he is becoming the ideal version uh, that she wants or something like that. And it's done through this. Oh, I don't even know what. What's the kickoff? How does all, what's the starting point? <coughs> what do you mean? Like the no. Like the, <laughs> I don't the, understand the, <laughs> where does the where does the thing come from? What thing? The fucking creature, the, the tentacle thing. thing. Well, it could be like. I think that's like supposed to be like the the ideology of like. I thought the, like the thing and the creatures and everything were kind of like how he saw the yeah. other people that she was with, like monsters. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. I almost read the m- creature as, like the monster is their relationship and like the fallout of it is the manifestation of that monster. That's good too. But I do feel like it can be interpreted a few different ways. The creature is definitely the most interesting thing going on in the movie. Yeah, it looked good. Mm -hmm. And there's some great scenes with it. (laughs) (laughs) But all of the build up and lead up to it is like, (laughs) I don't know, there's, it's it's almost kind of hard to think back and on because we did watch it a few days ago and then on top of that we didn't take notes or anything like that but a lot of this uh like the ones um like there's only a couple different locations and them going back and forth between these different characters right like i, I don't know just the scenes with with them uh what's the guy's name What's a what's a what's Sam Neil's Hein Heinrich? name? I don't know. Yeah, Mark. Names. Mark and Anna, and then yeah, Heinrich Mark. also. I don't know. Just these weird scenes that some of them seem almost pointless now. Like looking back, like I'm thinking, yeah, that idea of like the creature and all those things are interesting, but I don't feel like the movie is is setting up the payoff. No, I right. Like there's this big right. payoff moment at the end of the movie. I don't feel like it's set up. For I that. think the entire purpose of this is just to try and make you feel some type of emotion. And like the rest of it is just like kind of completely irrelevant to the actual through line. And it's just. Yeah, it's like supposed to set up like their show, their yeah, relationship. I think it's just supposed to be like this is their relationship and this is how messy it can get. And the the mess was just the the complete off the wall chaotic moments of the movie. And then the through line was 
you know, just them get going through divorce. And it was just like, I don't know. It just, <laughs> I, I just felt like it was weird for weird sake. And yeah, I do feel like it is trying to be very artful and I don't fully get the ending, but I feel like it has something to do with the time and place it was made in like, um, the country and just what was going on in the country at that time but i always struggle with uh that context in older movies i'm not a uh, film historian yeah, something to do with the, the apartment right because it was right in next the, to the 80s in berlin right so, yeah it was right next yeah. to the wall and that that yeah that location yeah. is like right next to the wall that they constantly go back to yeah so there could have been a whole there's probably political commentary there. in there that was we just dum dums yeah you could I feel like you could read their relationship as just like um, two different sides of sure. But usually, the when there's like something like that going on, it's not it's not to explain the plot of the movie. That's just like a deeper meaning. So on the surface, it should it should still hold as much water as you know any argument for that. Also, it's it's nuance. It's a metaphor. <laughs> you just don't get it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever look at a piece of art and you're like, wow, that is a masterpiece? I don't exactly know what the artist's intention was for this piece, but I know that it's a masterpiece. Seattle Art Museum, guy staring into the girl's asshole. Masterpiece. Great. No one said that was a masterpiece, though. I did. (laughs) It spoke to him on a different level. Why do you have your flashlight? He does it all the time. (laughs) I bumped it. Well, now that I'm blind by the light from your camera. You're blind by a phone light? God. You're blinded by the light of the asshole. Anyway, you want to say something about the acting, Jacob? It was uh, it was you were wanted to, but explain it. So it's it was funny at parts when I don't think it meant to be. I do think like Anna, I loved her parts actually. Overall. Of the actors, she was the best. Yeah, and yeah. no, Heinrich was the best. Her breakdown oh in what was that? The Metro, the what was where that? she was leaking milk. Yeah, I loved. Oh that yeah, part. God, I loved that part. Tons of fluids. I loved oh, yeah. the fluids. Second best scene in the movie. <laughs> it was a great scene. It was just like this <laughs> crescendo of things just blowing up and falling apart. And just but what did it mean? That's what I'm trying to understand, Kyle. It's just <laughs> her maybe losing control of her grasp and what she really wants. And she has no idea. And everything is just hitting her all at once. And she doesn't know, like, does she want to go back? Does she want to move on? She's not really happy with all these people that she's been with and they're like dying you know not you know literally well they are literally dying in this but (laughs) it's a symbolism for the body count i guess you could say and it's just yeah it's just the climax of that and it just fluids i i found it the sound editing was horrible i can understand her half the time when she was screaming because it kept peaking Mm-hmm. So like she was screaming and I, I needed subtitles bad. Yeah, there was a lot of um, words missed. Oh yeah, like subtitles because it was could peaking. help a lot. Better like it was than spiking, tenet, but definitely yeah, still better than tenant. You're out I, of your mind. I, I understand uh, being able to understand what the heck they're saying. You're out of your mind. <laughs> I might be a little. <laughs> I missed so much there. in tenant because I couldn't understand what they were saying. I, I missed quite a bit. Of dialogue, I mean, like, I don't really think I needed to hear it, but 
Yeah, what, Tenet what, what is what like all plot, so like I needed to hear those words. This I was like, oh, I missed a few things. I'll I'll catch up. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I love that scene, and but yeah, uh, Mark, <laughs> Sam Neil, yeah, his part seemed over the top, but at the same time, it almost worked for me. I it's kind of weird. You could look at uh like killing of a sacred deer, right? The acting of that is very... Some people will think that was terrible because it's really muted and weird. It just doesn't seem right. Like, you don't, like, look at that and say, ooh, that's amazing acting. It just creates this weird atmosphere. But that maybe that's like, good acting because it created that atmosphere. Yeah, and I know it. That it, I love that movie. What atmosphere so what, did yeah, this create? Yeah, what is it creating? It's creating this atmosphere, right? This weird, like, dichotomy between the things that are happening and their monotoneness of what between the dialogue right i think it was distracting um, and comical that sounds like a reach no i'm talking about killing a sacred deer oh, oh. <laughs> not this movie e- well you, that worked though right yeah i'm saying i liked <laughs> saying it worked i'm saying it worked better in that movie but it's just an example how that like to some people it could look like it's just bad acting because they're not putting any emotion into it whereas this one's like over the top but it's also creating this kind of atmosphere that just kind of works in the weirdness that is this movie and what is happening in it. Yeah, I'm not saying it worked great because when you come off comical, sometimes it doesn't fit what necessarily I think. Yeah, this it doesn't is going fit the for. tone of the movie. Exactly. So it, it creates this feeling that, like I said, it's it felt like a movie that is supposed to be so bad that it's good, but it obviously isn't going for that. Exactly. So so it didn't work that like yeah. as well at all as that one. But I'm saying, I mean, I would I th- argue that I don't couldn't even, I doubt that that's what the director wanted. Like, do you doubt that, Kyle? Yes. I doubt do you that. Know that's what the, I mean, how do you have, okay, what, where is the director from? Russia, Poland, Poland. Okay. Yeah. Where is Isabel? Uh, Polish. Poland, yeah. Is she also French? Yeah, I was going to say French. Okay. Well, I don't know. It seems like. They, they, she was setting the tone, and Sam Neill was like, not, not following suit. Oh yeah, you're probably right, but it didn't totally not work for me. Sure. <laughs> Maybe it's because I like plays, guys. I don't know. I mean, I don't think the movie felt like a play. I felt thought the act. I can agree that the acting is of that level, but it didn't like when you asked this is was this a play or something? Was this based on a play? I was like. I felt, no. you know, cinematic. It didn't feel but like I get where Josh was coming from, where it felt over the top, like over. Like, and Mar- over, like Marini's. In, when you're watching a theater, you have to move and yeah, bigger you, motions for people to see it from mm-hmm. farther away. And I felt like he was doing that sometimes. Yeah. That's why I felt sure. like it was almost sta- like a stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that distracting for me overall. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, there's only like. A couple things that I have, I guess, that I can positively say. Other than that, it's going to be mostly negative. But we do have the final scene. I mean, and the tunnel scene, too. Plus, leading up to the final scene. The final scene was... The final, final scene was like kind of like too over the top. Like, unbelievably over the top. So... I don't know. I felt like it took I mean, it too far. I love like, the whole last the cop, part. The cops had fucking machine guns and just started blasting Yeah, everything. it just seemed like... It seemed like it took it back to that territory of like, this is so dumb that you don't have to, you don't have to 
or you need to suspend all your disbelief, or you don't need to anymore because it's th- it's just dumb. Just Did go you think with it. Dan Suspiria, Kyle? Think what? But Suspiria never <laughs> had the tone of like serious. Think that this couldn't happen? I mean, they're witches, like yeah. I don't know. This was I don't know. It, it, the final final scene, bad scene leading up to that, great, and the camera work, a yeah, lot of moving shots. Really interesting, uh, it was especially also for the time. Yeah, super kinetic, not like. To, I mean, this would have been really boring to watch. It was just steady shots there was, the whole time. There was three Andres that worked on this. All, f- oh, yeah, all spelled yeah. the first <laughs> name was all spelled the same. Yeah, it was a little yeah. confusing, the credits. Uh, so, yeah, I was a fan of the cinematography as well. And it about ends there. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. even say that. And I, I liked that a lot throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got nothing else. Tap down possession. Travis. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, the cinematography was Definitely. good. That was. Uh, Imagine watching this though, notes. like how we didn't, or how we did watch it. Like if we wouldn't have watched it the way we did, I think it would be even worse. You mean a theatrical setting? Yeah, like we actually watched it in a theater. Like imagine watching this on your blue, like your Xbox. Like <laughs> it would have gave me nothing. Yeah, true. And a beer. Imagine not the beer lubed us up for sure. I mean, if I was more awake, I probably. (laughs) You know what? Really, the the jellyfish beer really got me going into this. Jellyfish. Oh yeah, jellyfish was huge. Brewing. Um. Well, I did. I did know this was going to be a uh, a coin toss of a movie as far as uh likability. Yeah, it's a box I'm that glad needed to be checked. I, I just felt like very I glad it. I yeah. watched it. Yeah. If it's hailed it as together. this, you know, masterpiece. <laughs> kind of honestly want to buy it just because of how exclusive Look, it is. You can get the Blu-ray for 899. 90 bucks. You can get the collector's edition for You can get the collector's edition for 250. You said 899, right? 89.99. <laughs> 2 disc limited edition. Holy oh, maybe that cow. is it. Probably have to bid on it's it. It's out of my price range. And bought <laughs> and it's on. It'll be here in three to five business no, that's days. On it. It's buy it now. Oh my god! It is buy it now. Buy it now. Might have to get that. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think we need to go into spoilers on it. Really. I mean, I mean, it's, it's 81, 40 years no, old. But yeah. I mean, do you have a analysis of the it's end? It's hard for to us? spoil. I mean, I, mean, I didn't really yeah, do. We don't need to much get research on any it. Any more specifics? Is there anything? I mean, in depth, you want to go on? Yeah, you're the listen to the two hour, two hours and three hour podcast. Or anyone? Uh, no, because you didn't want to like this movie. Honestly, I bailed out pretty quick. You don't want to understand this movie because it didn't give you a reason to. (laughs) Yeah, ultimately, it wasn't worth it. Well, the ending, I feel like it's just, uh, it's just showing the end of their relationship, and then. Like the spawning idealized version of, you mm-hmm. know, of their relationship, I guess. But yeah, it does uh, definitely uh, swing for the fences in terms of uh, trying to, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it it definitely is again leading <laughs> up to this. What the movie I feel like the movie thinks is a huge moment, a big moment, and. The scene before is a big moment. I mean, we were anticipating that forever. We as basically soon as we cheered. knew what was going on. We were waiting for that moment. 
Kyle, especially. But anything <laughs> after that, it uh, was just oh, yeah. like, okay, this is a movie. payoff <laughs> that I don't feel like the movie has earned or set up for. So, I, yeah. And then everything on top of that, all the, just the poor, a lot of, I feel like was poor production in it, except for the cinematography. Cinematography was good. That was great. Borderline uh, great, yeah. Music? Did we talk about the music? I can't remember the music. There, which I guess means it was, didn't, yeah. wasn't amazing. Nothing crazy. I was listening for it. I was hoping it'd be good, but no. It was very like cut and copy and paste, cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Remember some strings? Yeah. yeah, I think it was pretty generic for. Yeah, it just felt like a <laughs> classic score. All right, well. Ratings out of five stars. I gave it a three. I gave it a one. I also gave it a one. (laughs) Look where we are. I also gave it a three. Cool. We know who have taste here. (laughs) (laughs) We know who's forgiving here. We know who follows the, (laughs) who rides the critical wave. Uh, No, because then we would have given a four and a half or five. You get a 4.1. Yeah. No, like a three and a half. Exactly. Yeah, a one with that cinematography. That's what gave it a one. Yeah, br- pumped it up <laughs> to a one. And this and the and the <laughs> tentacle sex scene. scene. Yep. And probably the could go scene. Probably could go one and a half. And there's so, so many. Yeah, that's at least. That was borderline half star. Okay, this is also a long movie. This is two. Two. It's about two hours. It's a little under, that. I think. Two it was hours. like one fifty-eight or something. Yeah. Relax. No, 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 no. No, two, mi- two, two hours, hours and four minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Two hours, three minutes. I was minutes. counting yes. down. I was yeah. counting. This was a long movie. I kept movie. looking on my That's watch. Like, what this is going for? Movies. Yeah, it's long. For all the all the inconsequential scenes that That's could be cut. That's what I said. It's a, it's a standard through line with a bunch of distractions for two hours. I was not bored at all. Well, I wasn't bored for one oh, yeah, minute you of it bored. because I was, I was sitting next to you Getting guys. Double handy. Uh, okay, <laughs> we've rated it. Let's move on. Now, this discussion could be very short, but I feel like we have to bring it up since we watched it and we said we were going to review it on the last episode. Oh, yeah. And that's The Fall. So this also is somewhat hard to get. Not as hard, but Travis owns it on Blu-ray. So had to pop on The Fall from 2006, directed by Tarsim Singh. Stars Lee Pace and some other people. Ken Ketink Ketink. I can't even say her name. Like her little girl. Can you read that? I didn't even look at it. That's pretty crazy. Okay. Uh well Lee Pace, he's somewhat Katinka Utaru. Untaru. Untaru. Yeah, so um I don't know if I'll, I don't know how big this movie is. Like this, I feel like it kind of grew into a cult movie, but I remember watching it like around its release time. It's your in, favorite writer in high school. Oh yeah, Dan Gilroy, right? Yep. Okay, written by Dan Gilroy. Uh, but it, it I'll just read the plot synopsis. Actually, it'd be easier. Uh, in a hospital on the outskirts of 1920s LA, an injured stuntman begins to tell. A fellow patient, a little girl with a broken arm, a fantastic story of five mythical heroes thanks to his fractured state of mind and her vivid imagination, the line between fiction and reality blurs as the tale advances. Well, there's the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. 
So, the fall. First off, do you remember all the fall? And what did you think of the fall? <laughs> well, I stayed awake the whole time. I was I, I was awake for most of it. Most all of it. I did as well. I don't remember every time I woke you up, you were awake. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. I don't. It wasn't like a masterpiece that I will love forever. Visually, visually, that's what we said. <laughs> visually, very nice looking. I liked the story that was involved. It sweeping vistas for sweeping Jacob. Vi- sw- yeah. Reds and blues. There was some reds there and were blues. sweeping vistas and reds and blues. Orange and blues. I like that. Some green. Some green. A little bit of green. Was there some any green, green and red though together? Yeah. And he's all Jacob that. Jacob was together. not a fan. <laughs> Lots of colors. Yeah. It. Yeah. It looked really good. I enjoyed the story, like telling nature of it, with also how that kind of morphed based on the mental states mm-hmm. of the person telling the story and also how she adjusts the story. Little girl, either amazing actor or she wasn't acting at all. Was not acting at all. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they're just like, this is really happening. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you flub the line. Lee Pace just rolls with it. Yeah, like, it was so I, good. Like, what would you say? <laughs> I said this. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Still don't understand you. <laughs> It was great. That was amazing interaction between them. The chemistry yeah. between them. Really good. I mean, it was just a fun story. I don't think it was super deep. I know the message it was st- trying to say, and you got that very early on. I did, at least. Like, yeah. Like, it was very obvious. It's what, a pretty, pretty simple story. Yeah, what he was going, you know, thinking his mental state and how that was affecting it. But I still enjoyed it, and I thought it was an important message, whether it was, you know, needed to necessarily be that long to get that message but yeah it was a good time watching it and i didn't fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) claps all around um yeah from what i saw (laughs) (laughs) you rated this so you better have seen the majority of it. yeah i saw the majority of it okay i saw the ending don't want to be breaking any commandments no um maybe i should have went higher yeah, um, beautifully shot, obviously. Um, this, I don't know why, have no idea why, but it gave me like Del Toro vibes a little bit. Just like the storytelling aspect of it. Yeah, fantastical. I also said Princess Bride because of the like, storytelling where it yeah. got cutting back to real life and going to the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and I loved, the, I loved this fantasy more than I liked Pan's Labyrinth's fantasy. <laughs> Not saying it's a better movie at all. I didn't say that, but I'm saying, actually, I think I gave the same score. But um, I like this fantasy better because it was exactly that. It was a, it was this huge story of like these five bandits that were just like, you know, trying to um, get to this one guy that they all had a vendetta against, and um, you know, it was like a mustache twirling evil guy, and these five bandits band together, and I liked. How you how you saw each of their stories and it, why they were mad at him and they all you know had a little bit of comedy element into it where they you know they all screamed at the end you know and he did this and they they were like ah and then it went to like the next guy um, the chemistry between the little girls I thought she was hilarious because she was just being herself <laughs> you know like in like the like you said the um, 
the relationship between her and Lee Pace was awesome. Like he was waiting for her to say the right line and she didn't. And he's just like kind of played off of it or he couldn't understand her. He's like, wait, what? And it just, they just played really well off of each other. Um, the be- like it's you know, obviously beautifully shot. Um, yeah, I just, I thought it was very enjoyable and I would definitely, it could, it could benefit from a rewatch. I think it would benefit from a rewatch because on a rewatch for me, this, this was a rewatch went down. I didn't <laughs> rate it before, but I remember loving this movie when I was younger and it probably was just for the visuals, that story that they tell. But on this rewatch, it kind of, it felt like a lot messier than I remember. And I do like the simplicity of the story and everything, but I feel like the, the there's the basics that are there, which are great. And then everything, like all of the fine details are just where it loses a lot of luster. Um, it did look good. Some cool shots, great transitions, Jacob. There were some, there were some come worthy trans transitions. I love those transitions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Couple but as far bangers. as the acting goes, except for the relationship between Lee Pace and the girl, which was just more genuine. Yeah. I wouldn't call it good acting. I would just call it genuine. Uh, or was I didn't it think the act? acting was that good from but all, everybody else. But wasn't it supposed to be over the top? You could argue that, like, because it's a story. Like, there's those. I don't know elements of that. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's why I said it could benefit from a rewatch, like knowing everything. Like I don't know, but, but. otherwise, I feel like that's the same argument for Princess Bride. Yeah, but the acting in that I feel like is great. Yeah, but it's also like just super over the top. See, it's like, oh, where, did you do? A- well, that's where it it succeeds. Like it yeah. it establishes that tone. And this, if it doesn't establish that tone, then so I don't, don't know how to feel. That it did. Right. Okay. That's fair. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. I liked it. <laughs> sure. Uh, my turn. Uh, so this is, I think, the third time I've seen this, and uh, I liked it a lot on this viewing. Oh. I think I was I think underrating it the last couple it. times I've watched it. It's Which it had, That's it had been a while, but uh, yeah, I always thought this movie was uh, a little too try hard. But uh, watching it now, I'm uh, realizing it as the holy, uh, mm. I'll say near masterpiece. It is visually Peace for thine eyes. Visually, it is a masterpiece uh, on a film story level. It's very close. Wow. I think uh, maybe one more watch, and I could get it up there um i do think the messiness is intentional or at least plays into the story uh i just love the whole way the story is told with the like the one side being like the child's imagination and then the other side being the guy like telling his depressing story but through like a fairy tale that's also through her mind it's i mean it's it's a pretty simple idea but i do think it's a pretty grand one and also pretty unique um but yeah i just think that whole aspect is very cool and um it's uh fun to just watch it unfold and Mm -hmm. 
just like yeah i just think there's a lot of creativity yeah. I, I don't think it was messy uh, either because i mean you could associate with that that with his like fractured state of mind you know like his mind's deteriorating her imagination is crazy so wouldn't it make sense that it's somewhat messy and jumbled yeah uh it's not the story yeah, though that say, I don't feels that, that messy, messy it's yeah. the uh, it's even the real world even the re- like the real life interwoven parts i feel like are a bit of a mess too specific examples now tell the scene point and the timestamp. <clears throat> 14 minutes 25 seconds um no perfect total wrong <laughs> wrong <laughs> That was the scene where. <laughs> I mean, yeah, movies airtight, just like a quiet place. Exactly. Now I, don't, I definitely could benefit from a rewatch, especially with my personal. State Kyle of and mind. I will rewatch it again. Fractured state of mind the whole time. Um, we I don't think I missed anything like from that. From I was like always catching myself. Oh, clearly you did. I still like it a lot. Like <laughs> I'm, like, I'm definitely positive on it. I, I want to like it more. Because, yeah, I well, I'm interested in some of his other movies, but Immortals definitely needs a rewatch. He did Immortals? Yeah. With uh, Henry, Henry Cable? Cable? That's I a banger right that. there. That is a banger. Um, yeah, The Cell. Definitely need to watch that. I think I've seen The Cell. But yeah, no, it's I, I feel like he does a lot of interesting stuff. And, I, like, he's, is he Indian? Harsham Singh? Uh, sounds about right. I mean, Singh well, is I know it sounds Indian, right, but I don't, don't want to assume. He is from... <laughs> it kind of feels like... I mean, you can feel that influence in, like, this like movies. Like Bollywood. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. He was educated Indian in American. Shimla. There you go. Indian American. Wherever Shimla is, and then relocated to USA to study. Born in okay. business. Born in Punjab. He was okay. born in Punjab. Well, there's some of that, like... When it, when I say the acting was kind of bad, that you know it it was over the top and like yeah something like from a Bollywood movie I guess. Which it yeah yeah uh, but it was the, the five world, then characters it's that totally was believable mostly referring to too so yeah there's that. Um, how about the was it the ending not the ending but the. I liked how the villains were... I mean, I like the influence of how the real world affects the story, right? Like, the villains look like the guy that does the x-rays, right? Because she sees him and mm-hmm. gets a little bit scared. So, that's automatically in the story as uh, the villain. Something that's that she fears. Yeah. Her yeah, imagination like draws from her real life. And so, she puts all the stuff around her the characters and you know like certain things she sees and she puts that yeah and the character the uh the main i guess we'll call him the protagonist in the story is her dad at first mm-hmm. and then it changes to him it's from her mind well because doesn't she say that i don't want it to, i don't want it to be my dad i want yeah. it to be you mm-hmm. so then it changes but we don't but he has no idea you know obviously he doesn't right. know what her dad looks like like this is all from her right 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 own mind but yeah I don't know. It's it does look great, and there's a lot of things to like about it. But I think when was the last time you watched this, Travis? Before this watch, uh, okay, it's quite probably a bit, at least. Like but I still think it's been even longer ago. since I've seen it. 
I think it would benefit from like a year or two years in between max to really. I would rewatch it again tomorrow. Yeah, I feel like I could rewatch it again and I would. Or yeah, like um, October, you know, 21st. very soon and still get a lot out of it. <laughs> bring it with you. <laughs> Episode <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bring 90, <laughs> uh, the fall redo, redux. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have like too much else to say about it, but. I do just think it's a beautiful story um, on top of beautiful visuals. Um just the whole ending of the story and the that way it w- plays well, out. I don't know uh, if I like the ending. Very <laughs> it felt super like melodramatic, almost like he was. You could. I mean, what did you I expect? It was a. It was. A, I mean, it was leading up to that, right? It was like a disaster the whole. Course like the whole he, way, yeah. yeah, he was heading towards that path, obviously. But how it, how that played out in the story. Was like I don't know. It felt forced and just like it was super supposed to feel forced, Kyle. He was just like, see, everything sucks. Oh, there yeah, was no it. nuance. Oh, okay, he's just like dead, dead, dead. And she's like, why? Why? It was he's all like, because everything sucks. And then she pulls him out of it. It was a powerful moment. Power. Didn't feel the power, but Kyle, because you don't have a heart. Beautiful. I mean, that's true. Because you were <laughs> sleeping. Like, I didn't feel it. <laughs> yeah, because you were sleeping at that point. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> One out of five stars. How much did you watch? Didn't really Played work it. for me. I, I have to do this watch. more just exactly. because the first thing you did when you walked in the room. Let's talk shit to you. Yeah, it was, no, no. Jacob, don't fall asleep in this movie. <laughs> Hey, well, I said going in. I said, I, made I, didn't. Sure didn't. I said, if anyone's going to fall asleep, it'll be me. So I, I gave you guys the... I thought the Jack in the Box would keep me up, but it didn't. No, that point right to bed, there was fucking melatonin in that (laughs) shit. Yeah, right. Well, to be fair, the Kyle forgot a whole play. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, maybe watching movies. Watching, starting them at 10 o'clock was not the best idea. idea. (laughs) We did not start that at 9.30. No. Every intention and hey, we I were up. I was up at six a.m. Where was that. Kyle <laughs> sleeping? Oh still, <laughs> I walked in the room. Uh, Kyle, time to wake up. We had to go on a plane soon. So he's like, "Why did you wake me up?" This was a master plan, Jacob. <laughs> it was to avoid having to watch and talk about bullshit Disney movies like Luca. So now we don't have to watch that. Next episode, we can do something else. <laughs> yeah, in the heights, in the heights, <laughs> and whatever else is coming out. So you can thank me later. Not not June thirtieth is the banger. Remind me. Zola. Oh Zola. <laughs> I've been talking about Zola. I don't even know when it comes Dinga. out. Now you're hype on Zola. I am very right. hype on it. It's all a Twitter feed. You know that? Okay, let's rate this before we move. <laughs> the rate the ratings out of five for the fall. Give it a three and a half. I also give it a three and a half. I gave it a three. Oh. Ooh, Love was, it. Knew that was coming. Four point five. I, it, it's a it's a strong three and a half. I think I could go up to oh, four. Oh yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> it is beautiful. Oh yeah. The shot. Also, of the, another uh, great scene was the, the oh, when she gets God. the morphine for him, and she says, "Why is there only three? Because you said morphine. Three. Yeah, you said three. M O R F. That was the best. Where did you put the rest of it? In the toilet. toilet. <laughs> she flushed the rest of them. She, she is super cute. 
Um, okay, let's move on to what else we've been watching, which we can start with our Pride Month feature film. Put the sheet down. Put a sheet down. Yeah. Put a sheet down. Um, Maybe two. So we were asking for some recommendations. What else could we, would we want to talk about on the show with Travis? Recommended Bound. Honestly, I'd never even heard of it. Looked it up. Boom. Wachowski's feature debut film. Like, fuck yeah, I'm in. No. I know, right? He's a mouth breather. You hadn't even a heard total of this? Mouth. That is oh, embarrassing. <laughs> Honestly, actually, I probably had heard of it, but it wasn't on my watch list, which is weird because <laughs> I feel like I would have put something... Well, I, th- I would have put something from the Wachowskis on my watch list. Everything's like, on your all watch their list. their stuff would be on there if I haven't seen it. And it wasn't on there. Right. So, definitely had to pop on Bound. And, um, yeah, me, uh, Jacob, and Travis watched it. Josh watched how much of it? There was like an hour left, so 45 minutes. Okay, so Josh watched. He didn't finish it. Roughly half of it. Wait, you still didn't finish it? So he can talk a little bit about it, but his opinion is void until he finishes it. Correct. Okay. Well, technically, everyone's opinion. Oh, Oh yeah. We looked up the differences. They are negligible. The ultimate. They are negligible. That's how the the director wanted it. The ultimate cut. No, no. (laughs) We're in an extra 13 minutes. The extra the, uh, 13 the seconds. The shots are everything. All right. Uh. All right. Well, if you didn't know, Bound is about... Lesbians. A tough ex-con Corky and her lover Violet concoct a scheme <laughs> to steal millions of stashed mob money and pin the blame on Violet's crooked boyfriend, Caesar. So who wants to start? Let's take a listen to a clip. <laughs> Travis, why don't you start on Bound? You, uh, you introduced us to this movie. Uh, I love this movie. It's uh, maybe not my favorite Wachowski movie, but uh, it's definitely up there. Maybe uh, number two behind The Matrix. Rightfully so. (laughs) He said, what about Reloaded? (laughs) Kyle's Uh, the only human that loves that one. I do. I will champion him a little bit. Uh... I do love just the uh, kind of just the, the simple nature of this. It Early feels yeah. not amateur, but it does feel like a first really? time like directed movie. Um, that's not oh, to say yeah. there's not a lot of style involved with it. Well, it feels low budget, especially like watching this after <laughs> watching The Matrix. I mean, you know, there's oh yeah, well duh, clearly but like no, two different it doesn't like feel special low effects budget. or anything. Yeah, I don't think it feels low budget. It doesn't yeah, feel low budget, get, but did it this does movie do that big? Time <laughs> I feature. don't know. Was this? I feel like they have. I feel like they set. Well, I feel it's like a they very, came out, uh, when you watch. Like, okay, so think about all of their subsequent movies after Bound, they, and you go back to Bound. It's like they came out of the gate with their best style, probably. like in it was already like boom, we're solidifying this established. Yeah. Kyle, did you hear what I, I said? But you said, first time director. In style. It, it was does, directed so well. The plot. No, listen. 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 The, I agree. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the plot is, like, very familiar. It's, like, the script is very, like, uh, what is it called? Just, like, not, like, overdone. Well, yeah, I guess you could say it's overdone. 
but there's a spin on it that makes it somewhat fresh. And then, yeah, there's a lot of style added to it as well. But it just, it, I don't know, it just has that like, uh, like simple plot type. Uh, yeah, it's not trying to do more than like what it early just feature. straight, like which is good. Simple. Yeah, they kept it confined tight. enough tight, tight for a first film, and then they blew the doors off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a, it's a very sexy movie. It's got a couple of great sex scenes. Uh, I do love the style of it, and it's got a lot of great characters, some uh, good tension. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, some might say it's a little corny or melodramatic, but I think it totally works. And um, I just like the main relationship between the two leads, Jennifer Tilly and Ginny Gershon. They uh, independent. They both need each other, but there also feels like there's uh. Yeah, there's more of than just like a mm-hmm. a single mm-hmm. motive for each of them. Now, do you guys want to talk but before yeah, we get into it? Uh, talk spoilers, great. or Love it. are you going to be general since I have to watch it? You don't have to watch it. It sounds like you don't even want to watch it. Plus, it's from the '90s. Like spoiler, yeah. But we, I n- we never heard of it. That's what I'm saying. So, you are you going? You guys are going to make me watch it. Are you going to watch it, or do you not want to? I mean, you guys all gave it pretty high scores. Yeah. You watched an hour of it, so did you like it or not? Uh, I think I wasn't settled in yet. (laughs) (laughs) After an hour. It's 45 minutes. 45 minutes. The movie's movie's what, hour 45, roughly? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I had like almost an hour left. Rip. Yeah. No, I was watching See, in the middle of the airport. Very, and Josh, I'll, did you forget that's the problem. I would say if you're going to watch it, but I you have my to watch it from me. the beginning and do it justice. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the sheet down. I want another you No, know, Delta gives you blankets. <laughs> I wish I had one of those. I get a. I you didn't watch it on the plane. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, you finished it on the plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you downloaded it. I forget. Yeah. I will go next. I loved Bound. It sounded like we were arguing for no reason, but I, it this to me, Kyle like I watched sometimes. it and I was like, yes, this is exactly the Wachowski style. Like I can feel it through and through. And I, I was amazed at how well it was everything, how well everything was done. Like I know just shots and scenes and how everything looked like the very feel 90s feeling too. super 90s feeling, but all of the their movies from past the 90s feel like the 90s like not jupiter ascending okay well they got into like whole sci-fi and cloud atlas yeah whatever i liked or speed racer (laughs) i liked cloud atlas anything after matrix has been trash uh since eight speed racer since eight was a tv show yes it was you didn't like cloud atlas wait did nobody here like cloud atlas uh i've only seen it once oh i liked it i seen it once uh, i think i saw it in theaters i've never seen it not impressed by that's it. You watch it That's a long movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I used to go to the movie um, every like Friday. Yeah, the opening title of this movie, oh man, it sucks you right in. So that should have been a sign right there for you. If you don't like the opening titles of this movie, get the I fuck didn't out. Say that. Oh yeah, the title sequence is amazing. The title sequence. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a little can, uh, low budget, early '90s, but it's uh, like 3D text, I, and I it, the camera's like 
I would ultimately agree it with has you. that music. And then it pulls out and it says bound. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yep. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I like the I style of this. Settled in yet. Uh, I like the mashup of genres. I mean, I guess you could call it just a crime thriller, but it's a mafia movie. It's a romance story. It's a thriller. There's some comedy in there too for you. John G's There's a lot of things it. going on. Uh, yeah, and definitely great characters like you mentioned, Travis. Um, Caesar, you know, uh, Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, amazing. Is he the usual. one from I fucking... Um, he's so Joey weird Pants. that like I you don't continue to see him and stuff because I can't think of... He's like, in a TV show. Or are you talking about Jim G- or John G? Is that Joe? Caesar? Joe is Caesar. Yeah. Who is John G in Memento? Who's yes. the guy that was like the the mob boss or whatever? He's like in a TV show now. Like oh, CSI or you're talking about Christopher Maloney? He's in Law and Order. Law and Order, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is continuing to work. I'm saying like you never see Joe Pantoliano is he alive? and yeah, he's alive. Mm-hmm. But like uh, think of all of his roles. Like he's yeah, he's great, great in everything you see. Anyway, weird. Uh yeah, Jenner, Jennifer Tilly and Gina Gershon, amazing. They like are exactly what you said. They have they it feels like they have ulterior motives, but you feel like that they are also really attracted to each other and genuinely want to be together. But it always keeps you on the fence. Like maybe they'll betray yeah, each other. Do th- is there that ulterior yeah. motive going on? And yeah, that's what a uh, that's what a good crime thriller should do is keep you guessing and keep you on the edge of your seat. And I felt like there was always another plot point that pushed the story further than just this basic, you know, steal the money and run. It was always more than that. So he was in a film last year, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> yeah, huge movie. <laughs> what? The Bad Boys series Everybody is like blockbuster <laughs> movies. Sure. That's a huge it movie. It's a pretty big movie. Technically, <laughs> especially for 2020. He's yeah. been in all. He's for been last in all year. the Bad Boys, hasn't he? So it's yeah, like he was in a movie in 2019, 2018. Recur his role. Captain Howard. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's okay. Well, he's their, uh, I'm looking at some other stuff. I don't recognize any of it. So, a lot of TV movies. Well, yeah, no shit. I'm saying after like Cipher. <laughs> after the Tyler, you're just wrong. It's okay. I'm Happens. looking for. I'll tell you when I see something big. <laughs> um, Percy Jackson and Kyle. The Bad Boys for Life huge. had a 430 and a half, 426 and a half million dollar box office. That's fucking huge. Okay, uh, he's been in all of them though, so he recurred his role from Bad Boys, which was in the '90s. <laughs> but it's still Kyle, a fucking huge role. <laughs> okay, but what like, what do, he, what is he being cast in as like a villain or even a even a main character that like is like a main bad movie? Boys. Hey. Bad no. Boys for Life, two twenty twenty. And you could, I bet, I bet he has ten minutes of screen time in that movie. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. I'm saying he should be. Yeah, I'm saying Caesar has. What a th- he's in a third Probably. of this at least. That's what I'm talking about. Is a major role in a big movie. What is he getting? He's getting shafted. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But he's a character actor. I don't know what to no, tell you. <laughs> Look it up. He's been in a hundred and eighty. He's been Great. in eighty-four movies. You can be in eight hundred <laughs> titles. If you're in the movie for one fucking second, you have a credit on Well, IMDb. Kyle, apparently he's not that good to be able to put in movies. What is he bad in uh, that he has had a major role in? I don't he know, He said he's Kyle. great in Memento. He's great in this. 
He was great, in he's great at Cypher and Matrix. Maybe people Tell weren't me. blown away by him. That's we're not we're not casting directors. Obviously something. Well, Kyle, it's time for you to It's time for you to write the <laughs> write perfect letter to role. Uh, he should be in your movie. <laughs> no, just just easy. Just, just uh, so yeah. our uh, comedy <laughs> is on the way. We talked about it, Urban Family. Uh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to prove me wrong cuz it's obviously true like we agree and we agree on this. Oh yeah. Jacob, General Watts. Why Joey Pan or jo- the not even Sorry, why just the about? fact that he is not in things <laughs> and we're saying that oh yeah he's in all these things no he, he should in be in cats things. and dogs he isn't cats and huge role <laughs> I don't know what to tell you yeah, he's getting shafted maybe the fact yeah, that he picks stuff, these the stupid roles is the reason he needs a new agent he needs and to fucking work guy needs he did last year bad boys for life <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on Jacob. <laughs> yeah, you probably got you get money from it. <laughs> well, you got paid. You blew it. I what? loved it, Kyle. Oh, sorry. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> I actually loved it though. This movie had me hooked from beginning to end. <laughs> loved the style. Absolutely loved the style of it. All the way to the white paint with the blood splatter all over. Jacob, sorry. Spoilers. Well, you, uh, you, is that a spoiler? You can assume someone oh, dies. Oh, now you know the movie. whole story. No, spoiler the for my review. I want to cream over that <laughs> oh, together. Sorry. You knew. You knew. You should have known. I didn't know. Watching though, you you didn't think oh, I would like that. Oh come on, Jacob. I, mean, I loved it. <laughs> Anything with blood and in contrast. The gun spinning oh, yeah. through the paint. So nice. Oh, that yeah. whole scene, I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> going all the way down the stairs. Going on down here, you know, like. <laughs> go back up the stairs. But yeah, the style, style, style. I don't know. Maybe it's like that loving of anime that kind of linked to <laughs> to that. Love the style. Their love of anime or yours? Ours. Oh, they're talking about the Wachowskis. I mean, they probably they do. do. Love, they do love Matrix anime. Matrix Reloaded, right? No, not Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Matrix Animatrix. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Speed Racer. <laughs> awesome it's a live action anime and i love it for that i didn't I haven't watched it but i love it for okay. that <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry this ipa is pretty strong <laughs> <laughs> feeling this anyway so i don't really have much to add on to what you've already been said i thought it was a great first outing i i mean the story's not super where if i'm gonna go back i'm gonna get too much more out of it but i think i'm gonna enjoy it if i go back and watch it It, it's already you know i yeah like it's very entertaining and this is a movie i want to be like hey guys have you heard this no okay let's watch this where it's like yeah nobody's seen this exactly i'm like hey you need to see this movie and people will love watching this movie it's just very well done and every aspect mm-hmm. but the only thing that kept it from you know a masterpiece i guess for me is just because it's kind of simple overall uh. i don't mind the simplicity though i think there's just some logical problems that like didn't yeah feel as i mean well but i feel written there out are logical <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there were a lot of those. I will have a logic problem. There were, oh my god, like, you don't say. Like, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, duh, that's a stupid thing they done. But I'm okay. It, 
That wasn't no, necessarily no. a big no, no, deal. No, 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 no. You don't get off the hook. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, <laughs> oh, no. Like, I saw this and, like, nobody Not would do that stupid. <laughs> I just accepted it for being that over-the-top stylistic action thriller it was. Mm-hmm. Should I divulge? Go ahead. I mean, oh, yeah, Joshua doesn't <laughs> have it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. The scene in the bathroom uh, when they're interrogating the guy. You know, remember when they put the towel in his mouth? Mm-hmm. It's like, why does he keep the towel in his mouth? They don't even he tie can't. it behind his head. They're like, keep it quiet. He just spit it out. Yeah, it's like, just spit it out and scream if that's what he wanted to. <laughs> so dumb. Well, he and said, then they make a a, they, But then they make a, a moment later on where it's like, they do the same thing. They put a towel in one of the girls' mouth. They're like, make sure to tie. And, they tie, and then they like, make sure it's cinched at the back at that point. I don't know. It's weird. Um... Yeah, yeah. The, uh, on the fly. okay, she calls him or she calls her like when he's there and he's about to leave. See, that's the thing. He's like, hey, I'm going to go do this thing that's going to take 30 minutes or I longer. Know. Okay. And she wait. And she calls him right away when he's there. there. That was the you worst part idiot. of the entire movie for me. <laughs> Was when she calls her. Yeah. When like I'm like he's gonna immediately think you're calling somebody. She even knows yeah. like you're you're leaving. Yeah. She <laughs> calls her, tell her he's leaving. I'm just like, oh no. But again, I just accept it for what it was. But yeah, that was dumb. That was that was the only one to me that I'm like, oh my god, really? Like that had to happen in order for the next thing to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as logic goes, that's about it. There's a line from. Johnny, <laughs> he's like the don't shoot. I don't can't remember exactly what he says. But he's like the don't. He says don't shoot or something. I don't know. Pretty bad. And then all of the Italian guys say capiche after every fucking like line or sentence. They say like capiche. I mean, how else am I gonna know if you understand? You capiche? Yeah. I'm like, they say capiche after everything. <laughs> I guess like that's something. Yeah, that's that, that adds to the style. Nipping. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, goddamn, they say capiche a lot. He's like, Cesare, capiche? <laughs> but, oh yeah, wrote, totally wrote it down. Connecting to the Italians. Did you write that down, Kyle? I feel like they do, they <laughs> achieve mafia. Like, ma- you know, there's like Scorsese scenes where they're uh, they portraying the mafia and they have that tension. Like, there's always somebody that knows more than mm-hmm. the other guys. And then that is what's building tension. Like, this guy knows more than him. And that guy knows something different. And there's always and a wondering, rat. Yeah, like then, yeah, exactly that. Like this movie does that just as well as certain Scorsese movies, and it's impressive to see. <laughs> I agree with everything agree. positive. I've only got um, cum notes from there. It's about <laughs> to be cum fest here. As the sheet down, Kyle. Put the sheet down. Well, we're talking about the paint. Let's, Lots of good let's stuff go. in the paint. Let's the gun sliding through the paint. The blood in the paint. Amazing. The cum in the paint. Uh, the money, the whole money mm-hmm. cleaning scene where they have to hang it up. Like I know. Oh, yeah. Look good. Good stuff there. Yeah. Go hard in the paint. <laughs> um, I have oh, one that yeah. just says toilet shot. I don't know what that means, but a shot <laughs> of the toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. No, no. It's when uh, she's... It's w- I think it's when Gina Gershon's ah, in the other bathroom yes. at her apartment, and then it's like a transition to the toilet. It is because it's, it's written at the top, so it's pretty early on. It happens. Like head so. beat. 
Oh yeah. Uh, and then when um, Caesar, yeah, pretty like, cool little. Just a lot of the writing there. is is really good. He tells or she, he lets her know that he is in organized crime without ever mentioning that it's organized crime. Like the best dialogue to give you exposition. I thought they without, explicitly like, say it. it. No. Yeah, they do because they go. She says it, and he goes, or that's what he calls, like making money. What does he what What does he say his profession is? He says it's like making money, or or um, he says his profession is something, and then Jennifer Tilly literally says he's in the mafia, but he that's what he says he calls it, making money or something. But this would have happened before that, then, because it's when Gina Gershon is in the apartment with Jennifer Tilly. And Caesar gets home, and he thinks she's fixing something. That's when she says it, like right after that. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is the dialogue between Caesar and Gina Gershon is something oh, where you're saying they he, never say it. Yeah, he never says mafia or organized oh. crime. He says he implies it to her, and she. I thought you were saying it. the whole movie doesn't say that. And I'm like, what no, do you mean? obviously they do. I'm saying that. I'm saying that scene right there is just well written in the sense that he is telling her that he is in into organized crime. Without ever saying that, because that's oh, because he talks, because that's why she's in in prison. Capiche, capiche, <laughs> nuance. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I think there's a lot of good writing in this, and it's not as you know, Jacob knows. Exposition cannot be on just some whiteboard anywhere. It's got to be you know, well, or a newspaper clipping. Yeah, yeah like we saw a world-renowned painting. With exposition in the painting. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. <laughs> Just saying, Kyle. It was gross. It's considered art. <laughs> a lot of people what like is that a world other movies. Renowned painting? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, right? It's I don't in, know. It was museum. a painting. I mean, it's, it's not going to be in a museum <laughs> if it's if you painted it. Yeah, but it could be a master artist. And it, I mean, Van Gogh has a lot of paintings, but not all are world-renowned. Yeah, but he's world-renowned. Yeah. So everything he puts out. That's is what he's renowned. saying is the painting could have just been from a guy that's what world renowned. Either way, it's world renowned. <laughs> no, he's world renowned. Okay, and everything he paints is world renowned. Not no. really. <laughs> What's how many name one other painting other than Starry Night by Van Gogh? This movie, Wachowski's world renowned. The fucking Bound, not one where he's it's all gray and he has a, mex- a guitar. What's the name it's of it? It's called like the guitar <laughs> or something. That's a different painting. I took a, I took plenty of art classes. I know. I know. Van That's Gogh not is. my point. I'm trying to make. <laughs> What's the point? Other Mona Lisa <laughs> word. Back, back to bound. Okay. Yeah. Back to bound. <laughs> um, yeah. Hit me. A couple other uh, standout scenes. The yeah. uh, yeah. the scene where that. the cops show up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great little uh, moment of tension right there. And then uh, I do love the scene where I think it's the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but they're in, Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly are in uh, Jennifer Tilly's apartment and uh, Joey Pants comes home, Caesar, and at first he thinks it's a dude, (laughs) Gina Gershon. He's like, what's going on here? Oh, hey. Yeah, it is. Nice little moment Yeah, so in connection to Pride Month. Great, uh, a great romance here too. Yeah, like you, especially this must have been super controversial in the night. Well, it has that. Mm. There's like that. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's 
plays a little bit into stereotypes with both characters, but it shows yeah, one the, has to be like but, tough and one's not. But it it also subverts that by saying like there's a lot of scenes between them where it's like, uh, you know, we're the same. No, we're nothing like each other. Like, you know that what is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought so too. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> I mean, when, <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh God, my mind is mush right now. <laughs> James, like, yeah, when they I know do exactly the, um, what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, the bedroom scene, like when they, yeah, they hook but up also like, <laughs> you know, the no, tough, yeah. Corky's the tough girl, so yes. she seems yeah. like she doesn't. You know, like have that as much, but then she starts catching feelings, right? And she's like, "Yeah, that's pretty." What is the get go? Because she yeah. got mad that homeboy was came over. Exactly. Like so she was getting that jealous yeah. feelings, and that was more like a realistic turn versus her being like the tough and the <clears throat> the softer girls just loving her. And yeah, I thought that was, was kind of a cold. Bo- yeah, I thought that was pretty too. progressive for, especially for the time. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the, uh, she did, the sex work you part. Know, she didn't very feel it. She's like, that's just work. It's something I'm good at, right? Mm. But it doesn't mean that. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> Jennifer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, when I first got this tattoo. One of the best. <laughs> and it, but now I like the way it feels. I love the way it feels. <laughs> you should feel it. Do you want to touch it? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving her like. Are you I'm turned on? Officer Doofy. <laughs> Did I get you right going? Now? Did it work? Or not? <laughs> Did it work for you or not? <laughs> he took the sheet off the, the exact opposite. Uh, I do like all that stuff, but how it connects to the end is where I'm torn. <laughs> I thought the ending line was so gross. No, not the song. The oh, where she's like, she's uh, a lady. Hey, banger. The between us? Like, what? Nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh Kyle, it was satisfying. That truck yeah. Oh. Poignant. Um Did you want something not a little so more corny? Would have been good. But yeah. it's just this time. Okay, uh, she's a lady. Come or dumb. To end true, the movie. Yes. I didn't mind the song. The Very sure, Scorsese esque. That's not an answer. On the nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the musical lyrics sure, that I say guess. exactly yeah, what you want it to say. I mean, the they're like on the, they're on a boat right now. Play a song about a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a boat. Uh, no, I didn't mind the song choice. I didn't feel like it was. I mean, it was on the nose, but I mean, the line though is so bad. I think it's a great way to end it. It's kind of like a I guess tongue in cheek kind uh, kind of way to end it. Grow up. I mean, uh, not that big of a deal. Kyle, get over it. No, plus the other things. <laughs> I mean, kidding. I could have easily went down more, but I'm. <laughs> I could not. The style. Right. He's like, uh, he's like, if I'm they do good for about about this, yeah. he's like, if they say eleven, half star. Jail. Hey, straight to jail. <laughs> straight to jail. <laughs> no trial. Straight to jail. <laughs> oh we are very patient. Jail. Cause of jail. <laughs> Believe it or not, straight to jail. No, I liked it. A lot, obviously, from what we said. And I think the style and what you said, it takes a simple plot and elevates it beyond that. Plus the writing, I can forgive a lot of things. There's just nitpicks I got, you know. Logical issues. Capiche. Capiche. Those are the best kind of movies. Best kind of movies, yeah. Simple plots that are elevated, for sure. I could agree with that. Hereditary. 
And that's yep. quiet place. Yep. Drive. <laughs> that is my not a quiet place. That's not elevated. Quiet place all. one and two. Yep. Good right. time. No, we don't want to get into this. Uh, star ratings out of five for Bound. Wow. Four, Four five for me. Four and a half. I didn't see the director's. Hey, cut, maybe, so maybe the director's cut gives you the five. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the thirteen seconds game changer. Well, Man. I also gave it a four point five. I'm holding out for that director's cut. Could do yep. huge things on the rewatch. I'm gonna have to bring Score this. Score pending. I'm gonna have to get a date. Watch this movie. All right. Director's cut. Five stars. Totally. All right. It could so go down. We've got. No, uh, it won't go down. We've got quite a bit of thing, other things that we've watched. So it'll be pretty. Cool. We're not gonna try to spend too much time on it, unless, of course. Something happens. <laughs> unless a, something a happens. <laughs> a discussion. We won't talk unless about it unless there's something happens. to talk about. I'm just saying. The director walks know. in the room. You might have to talk happen. more about it. Things just, we spiral out of control and then it's three hours later. Kyle, we never spiral out of control. Okay, well, I got a couple things. Who wants to start? I'll start. I All have right. like six things. Oh my God. Damn. Can Five you group things. some of those together? I can group three. <laughs> oh my God. I'm out. <laughs> no, I won't say a lot of them. He's like, and that's the end of me. Thanks for letting me on, guys. I'm out. <laughs> no, they'll be all pretty quick. Okay. Well, Jacob wants to start, so Jacob. I don't have brief. that many more things to talk about, so. I watched yeah. Ad Astra. Dad Astra? Was this for Travis? You watched it because him? Dad Astra. Did. Dad Astra. Yeah. Like <laughs> Ad Astra, directed by James Gray. Oh, you know why he watched it though? <laughs> Same with Typer Hoyt Van Hoyt. The Hoyt the Goit. Yep, Jacob watched it as Hoyt intended on his phone. On my phone <laughs> in a plane. <laughs> and let me tell you, looked great on my iPhone 12 Pro Max and the OLED screen. <laughs> I liked it. Okay, so the best thing I can say about this movie, <laughs> one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Absolutely. Ever? <laughs> Calm down. No. Holy shit. I'm just saying. It, it looks great. But it looks great. There's but some awesome scenes. Yeah. I mean. I would say the whole movie as a whole is great. Okay, ever? Sure. That's yeah. not a bad It's uh, easy for a space He also did Interstellar, great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which also is <laughs> fantastic. So. Agree. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they both looked beautiful. It is a beautiful movie, and that's the top thing I can say about it. Beautiful. Uh, acting was great. I mean, solid. Over. I don't really have anything bad to say about that overall. Story, I loved the mystery of it, but the payoff wasn't there at all. <laughs> I told you leading up. I, I like, know. Kyle's like, week. <laughs> by the way, the ending's weak. <laughs> like, thanks. Yeah, as he's watching it. Ending sucks. <laughs> Like his dad's a nut job. It sucks. Just skip it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted more though, especially with the buildup. It was such a good buildup, yeah. right? Yeah. The whole time, like, ooh, this is gonna really pay off. I wanted like aliens or something. I don't know what I wanted, but aliens, something. I just wanted something. And that would have probably been worse if they're like, oh, and then he saw the alien. Yeah, and, but yeah, it just it wasn't there. It was like I just the ending was bad. Like it wasn't just whoa. It was it was bad. bad. It was bad. It w- like for me it wasn't. It was the w- by far the worst part of the whole movie. Like I don't even get 
It's like they didn't know how they wanted to end it. They knew how to build the tension and build the mystery and to nothing. The ending is the worst part about it. It's what I have problems with. (laughs) He did give it a four. (laughs) It's okay. okay. He's like, I didn't think it was that great. Oh, I guess I loved it. (laughs) From memory. Yeah, it's all right. Four and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I I just didn't really get it, right? He finally gets to his dad. His dad's weird. And then that's the point. And then they're like together. He's like, okay, let me go. (laughs) All right. Like I thought his dad would fight and be like all crazy. And so he's like, no, okay, I'll go with you. And then he goes with him. He's like, no, I'm going to die now. Okay. That was it. Right. Like it was great. That scene was awesome. It looked great though. The shield. Yeah, the shield was so dope. But like the shield, there's no way that would protect against that, right? That was dumb. (laughs) It looked good. Yeah, it was cool scene. Yeah, Yeah, it looked good. The action was cool, but the tone of the movie was not like that did not match the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, very weak ending. But I mean, I still enjoyed it overall. I'm glad I finally saw it. And as intended. The scene where he's like, like. Is he swimming or is he like just floating and it's like his face <laughs> is just orange and he's going up to like that la- ladder. Like he's sneaking into that place. Oh yeah, into the rocket. Oh. Yeah, and it just shows like the angle. It's all black around him. You just That's see, a like, divisive scene. Did you like that? The monkey? Oh wait, not the monkey, sorry. <laughs> the monkey scene? <laughs> no. Yeah, when they, but they attack. That's uh, a different scene. <laughs> yeah, different, different scene. When they, they attack, attack him the, yeah. because they're like, yeah. we have orders, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty stupid. But, I mean, I got their following orders. Like, I didn't have a problem with the scene overall. But also, he's just like, what is he going to do? He has no weapons. Couldn't they have detained him? I mean, they're already on the ship. They're already traveling. Why kill him? Could be why that scene is not loved. Beloved. Yeah, but I didn't hate the scene. Yeah. What would you give it? I gave it a three and a half. All right. Me? Yeshua? Sure. sure. I will group these next three together. And it'll be really quick. Thank God. Um, so after watching The Conjuring Part 3, I decided to go back into the universe and watch them in chronological order. Still not done yet because we went on vacation, but... I did watch the first three in chronological order, um, with the first one being The Nun, second one being Annabelle Creation, and then the original Annabelle. And these three um, in the universe, uh, The Nun, the best score of the universe. My From boy. what I've seen, I haven't seen Annabelle Comes Home or Curse of La Llorona, but I've seen the rest of them. And so far, The Nun has the best score. And Kyle would love to score the movie. I listened to it. Oh, you did? Oh, you do? Okay. Well, Travis said I'm weird, but it's great. I listen to movie scores that I've never seen the movie. Yeah, that's kind of cringy, but um, <laughs> cringy. <laughs> How do you know I know? Because if I then you watch can't the see the scene. Well, you haven't watched the movie yet, and you like the score, so it doesn't work. No, but, it's not weird. It's um, just uh, if you know the title, if you know the tracks to all of them. But if you just listen to the score. F- 
all the way through and you don't look at the track titles, it yeah. helps. <laughs> oh. I think yeah, the the scenes that you would like that are really big are really cool and really you know, powerful obviously cuz the score comes with it, but I mean the rest of it is just a very average basic horror film. There's nothing too special about it. Um and you know, it's just you don't expect a lot. So, um that one I gave a two and a half. Um Annabelle Creation is so far the best of the series. Um the whole universe? Yes. Conjuring included? Yes. Better than wow. all th- those three. It you is fucking love. What's his name? David F. Sandberg. Yes. You love David F. Sandberg. I think that the direction in this one is definitely the best. Um, everyone just f- feels like they have. It's a very polished and. Um, I don't know. It just Ugh. feels. Of all the beer you chose. <laughs> there's Pulp Patriot in there, baby. How old is that? I don't know. You brought it. Oh, okay. Just um <laughs> Best directed of the tril- or of the series so far, um, and it's also the only w- one that's like um, the main characters are children, so that's kind of cool. And you can actually um, the both of the lead um, children are actually pretty good at what they do, so that also helps with the overall direction because you know sometimes dealing with child actors or younger actors, um, you can kind of get some less than great um, performances. This one was very good. Um, the main problems with it are the main tropes that come with a lot of horror movies and a lot of conveniences and just overall like foreshadowing. And this movie is like pretty much the last third act is just payoff after payoff after payoff, which if you like those great, if not, it's going to hurt, hurt it for you. I am a fan of payoffs. So it didn't do um, too terrible of things for me, um, and but just the overall movie in a whole wasn't um, outstanding. But it de- like I said, definitely the best of the series I've seen so far. Um, I gave that one a three and a half. Border- it could probably go up, maybe. Um, and then I watched the first Annabelle. This is the worst of the series so far. Um, it feels like it's trying to be like this dramatic piece and it just falls very short um and if you know anything about the director he's a pretty bad director as a whole he did the second mortal Kombat, which was god awful or the Mortal Kombat annihilation um he also did the second butterfly effect which is supposed to be awful and then he did the most recently was the silence on netflix which is also supposed to be horrible so definitely not very good it just feels hor- corny the the way it's shot just feels very like TV movie, um, you know, the it's supposed to be horror, very, very, very predictable. And even when the scares are supposed to be good, they're not, and everything just pretty much falls short in this movie. So, um, don't have much to say about it. Uh, I gave it a one and a half. Woof. Better than possession, though. Cool. <laughs> okay. Wow. I watched a couple things. I watched uh, Cool Hand Luke for the first time. Uh, I really liked Cool Hand Luke. Um, I liked the simplicity of the story, basically how it looks. Um, I just, the thing with this movie is it's not, it's not super plot heavy, which 
I also like, and it's very character driven. But um, I feel like there's a lot of thing. Like I feel like it goes back and forth too many times. Like by the end of it, it does a nice build up in the middle, and then it's like he escapes, gets caught, escapes, gets caught, escapes, gets caught, and it's just it's like over. Yeah, there. wow. I right. guess I'll never watch this. Then. Sixty years to watch Spoilers. it. Spoilers. Um, no, I mean it's not. It's really not much of a spoiler. It's like <laughs> you kind of know it's coming. Fifty-four but years, Kyle. Well, now I definitely know it's coming. There's great scenes in the movie. I just feel like the whole, like it as a whole, doesn't have that. I don't know. That that pay, like you said, payoff. You love payoffs. Um, I mean, I do like the ending, and I think. Obviously, Cool Hand Luke and Dead Line, something Line, Drag Line, Drag Line are amazing characters, and he's the best besides Cool Hand Luke. Paul Newman, he's the best in the movie. This I is love Paul. Their relation, this I is love Paul Newman's golden, like golden era. Yeah, Paul Newman. Yeah, George Kennedy and Paul Newman together, amazing. amazing. Uh, I love how their relationship builds. Obviously, he's kind of like hated at first, and then you know they they share this bond. Um, I don't know. I just wish there was something more to grab onto. Like I, there's a lot to like about it, but not a lot to like love or like gush over. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't say. know what I'm missing. You can try to tell Wrong. me. See, that's well, what I've I was like, kind it. of expecting. I've only seen I it once, I didn't but uh, that, it did blow me away the I first time I saw away. it. I wasn't blown away. I, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a mouth breather. Well, you don't appreciate no, I take it. I don't. I don't have classitosis. I think is what you meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what no, was it going for? What it was Go going ahead. For, like always. Oh, I've only seen it once, but uh, I just remember it being. I feel a, like I have seen this. Honestly, I love uh, prison stories. Yeah, so same. That had a uh, bump from the get go right there. Uh, Paul Newman is very charismatic in it. He has a great performance. Mm. Uh, I thought it looked really good, uh, super entertaining, and I thought there was. Uh, I thought is. it was a it, little. It, uh, that's what I was going to bring up. Is I just thought of. I just remembered a major just part of it, which is kind of, of why I, guess I didn't like it. Is it feels like it wants to f- feed this message of, uh, like, it's almost anti-religious, right, for the time. Like there's this message of um, they're trying to like save him, right? Uh, there's a there's a lot of religious um, like themes or, or things in play in play in the movie. I want to say yeah. There's also some like gay yeah, undertones for sure. and, and like themes of masculinity. I feel like it it like pokes at those, but it doesn't really go deep enough. Like it either needs to be like a very simple story of like I, I thought the best part was his um his mental state his I guess suicidal tendencies like he wants to get caught right like there's no aspect of him ever um I guess fighting it you know like when he gets when he like first gets arrested he's drunk or whatever but you know there's no like oh shit I got caught like I don't know he I always feel like he is wanting to He's like pushing the limits with these guards to see if they'll kill him. Almost. I felt like he had like suicidal tendencies. But I, I don't know. And then like there's, 
I th- sometimes it goes against that. Like he's does everything he can to survive. I don't know. It's just there's there's things that like it pokes at, but it doesn't go deep enough on any of those. Yeah, but the movie isn't like diving deep into any of those things. Like you keeping said, you on your toes. There's religious themes in there, uh, or anti-religious themes. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was made in what the sixties. Yeah, it probably can, wouldn't if it had it. some balls. No, so it probably wouldn't even got really past the sixties. Yeah, too far. Like. Some balls. That, that was balls in the sixties. It was yeah, that was very ballsy in the sixties. Well. It's no, 2021. I, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't get free passes. Balls, 54 years later. No free passes here, okay? Right. 64 years later. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Those, Kyle, the shots in the uh, aviators, though? Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I mean, the 60s was Paul Newman's golden decade, oh, yeah. I would say. I mean, you had the hustler, yeah, which was amazing. I love the hustler. I did. I, I said did. I loved the I hustler. Said, I just Paul said him and um, God, George Kennedy are the best characters. Like, I love, I love their relationship. That's what made it. I'm not it. hearing like, it. And I'm I'm super positive I'm on the movie it, too. I'm just saying Watch the movie it's again. not yeah. it's not a blow you away movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Three and a half is average now to every fucking modern critic. Yeah, to every modern critic. That's That's why ratings are so fucking skewed now. You can't even trust them. Kyle, calm down. No, you poked the bear. You're fucking getting him. Put a sheet down. Right. (laughs) So you're mad at modern. modern. You don't get no free passes. No benefit of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt doesn't happen that way. Yep, as Nosferatu, okay, yeah, that's going to come out with Robert Eggers. Yeah, same same film, <laughs> got to hold no, up. 20, 100 years later. But they had to do this with like cameras. That <laughs> is it Nosferatu 1922? <laughs> no, it's 13, I think. Oh. I think it would be cool if it was 22. You, know you just watched it. <laughs> yeah, I It'd think it's cool. the cabinet of Dr. Caligari is older. I think it is from the 20s. 22. So wouldn't it be cool if Robert Eggers' version came out next year? Is it? Is twenty two? I think it's really cool to, though. It? it was a hundred years later. Exactly a hundred years. That would be cool. Eggers, finish it. Yeah, but yeah, he's already working on Northman. Well, I need to. Uh, Northman's done. Bottom line is, this. I need to rewatch The Great Escape. But from what I remember, it's better. I don't know if it touches on any. Don't know if it touches on any interesting themes like Cool and Luke. But haven't seen it. Great Escape. From what is, I remember, a better film. Um, sixty three, older. Okay, uh, do I need to go again? I only did. Jacob, how, many, how much more do you have? I think I only have one more. Okay. Uh, this is going to be really quick then. I rewatched Billy Madison on the plane. <laughs> Still like it a lot. It's not a great film. Uh, there's a oh, lot yeah. of... The misses are really bad, but the nostalgia and the highs, I, I do generally think there's a lot of good jokes and that keeps it positive for me. It's obviously a very dumb story, but I feel like it plays into that. And I feel really dumb because I never knew, realized until now that this, that the dad in Billy Madison is the dad in A Christmas Story. Hmm. Same actor. Blew my mind watching it this time. I was like, I can finally make this connection because I'm not an idiot. He is Darren McGavin. Yep. But yeah, Billy Madison, 
Great highs. Some some bad lows though. Deep lows. Oh, and the other thing, the uh hold on, I know his name. Fuck, I know his name. Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford and Billy Madison, like that movie does not warrant this performance, but he I feel like is the perfect I love villain Bradley Whitford. In, in Billy Madison. Like, look at I don't know. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's good. He, Even uh, like the scenes where it's like not the three leg race with the kid, like it's so pretty. He's like, Come on, what are you doing? It's like a kid. He's like, no adult <laughs> would think that in their sane mind. He's like dragging him along. I don't know. Great moments. Still like a lot. Rating? Uh oh yeah, I gave it a three. <laughs> mm, yeah, but you gotta take it in with everything else. One of the best. No comedies. free passes here. No free cast. No, no, no free passes. Free passes. No, we're not looking into filmmaker or filmmaking. No, not enough nuance in Billy Madison. The mise en scene was not up to par for you. The Enjoy shot. That. It wasn't very. It wasn't shot very well. <laughs> Definitely not. No, no sweeping vistas. Oh my not god! And the opening enough, title uh, sequence foil. too. The font that they choose for the letters is disgusting. <laughs> Just saying, it's gross. That brought down half star itself. Easy. Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> I won't. Jacob. I won't entertain Jacob. any of this, Kyle. I watched Charm City Kings. You don't know that. It's much. HBO Max original. <laughs> it's by Angel Manuel Soto. Mm. It was actually on my list for a bit. <laughs> Never heard, heard some good things about it. It. I guess I since nobody's heard of this, I'll read. The Starring the acting here. prowess of Meek Mill. Yeah. So, this is the synopsis on Letterboxd. Mouse desperately wants to join the Midnight Click, the infamous Baltimore dirt bike riders who rule the summertime streets. I did not expect when to be Midnight's dirt bike. leader Blacks takes fourteen-year-old Mouse under his wing. Jesus. Mouse soon finds himself torn between the straight and narrow, and a road filled with fast money and violence. So monster. Ah, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Honestly, I and I think I probably enjoyed it. I about the I think I gave it the same score. Honestly, Maybe. yeah. I'll look. So I enjoyed it about as much as Monster. It was. It did not do anything interesting. Nope, story. Monster gave better. Yeah, it didn't look as. I mean, it looked good. I, I don't have too many things I didn't like about this movie. It was very generic. Sounds generic. It was very generic. Is this um, like a dramatized version of the Twelve I'm O'clock not Boys? Familiar with that, so maybe or they just like rename them for this story, or no? Oh, probably. It Once could to be. join the Midnight Click, huh? Twelve O'clock Boys, Midnight. Uh, I have not. No. Have you guys ever heard of Twelve O'clock it, Boys or seen it? Where is it taking place? Mm. Yeah, this is About it. Like yeah, this is in Baltimore. Biker gang so, yep. in uh, this is a hundred percent correlation. <laughs> I think there's a correlation here. Review, an adaptation of Twelve O'clock Boys. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it definitely is worth a watch. It's enjoyable. It looks good. Now, now I'm interested. I mean, you've seen this. Everybody has probably seen this movie before. I mean, right. the story does not do anything different. Logically, it doesn't make sense at parts, but it's acted well mostly. The kids are good. It's very heavy in parts. And even though you know what's coming, you know where it's going to end up, 
and it, there's no surprises at all. It's still really well shot and acted well overall. So, I mean, it it's definitely, I can't, I could recommend this to watch. HBO Max, right? Yeah, and if you have HBO Max, it's, there you go. It, you can just it's watch it. It's saying it's 12 o'clock boys meets Bronx Tale. I don't know Bronx Tale either, so... They are really cool. They must have been How are people the, uh, who actually do this scenes? all the time. Are they cool? Probably. Like, because it, it looked like the actors don't. I mean, there's nobody's other than McMill. Yeah, so many well, other people yeah. actually do it. It looked like them. I don't know. They, a lot of people are wearing helmets, too, but <laughs> a lot of people aren't, so you don't know. Most people are not wearing they helmets. They had to have been. Most people are they not wearing sun helmets. <laughs> but... Yeah, it looked very real, and I love the shots of that and, like, being a part of that kind of culture, which is weird, right? It They do that in Philly, too. Am I weird? Is that not true? Is like, it true? I don't ATVs, know. Are you weird? Yes. Like, the <laughs> ATV thing, like, in Philly, in the streets of Philly, that's a thing, too, right? <laughs> I'm sure. It's just sure. funny to see. It didn't from, happen in Seattle. I did not we're see We're from it this Seattle. like Michigan, Hicktown, you know, you think dirt bikes and shiz, this redneckery. Three R's. Redneckery. That redneckery. Reading, ratting, redneckery. <laughs> You're going to have to learn to redneckery yourself. That's not the line. It's something like that. I don't love that movie as much as you do. It's a banger. I've never even finished it. We can but, do it tonight. <laughs> no. But... Uh, it's just such an interesting culture thing that, because oh, yeah. especially coming from people who live in the from the country, and seeing how it's like the city thing, in Baltimore. Yeah, it's a heavy story that you've seen before. Enjoyable, recommend watching. Doesn't do anything new in that area at all, and very predictable. But it said that in one of the stories, a very predictable adaptation. 100%. <laughs> There's no surprises here. I liked it. But I <laughs> liked it. Uh, rating? So I gave it a... <laughs> three. Three. Cool. Are you done? Me? Yeah. No, I have two more. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I watched a movie that Kyle told me to watch and didn't even fucking watch it. Um, Classic. Night in Paradise. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to save it? I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, I can just briefly talk. Oh, yeah, I can save it. Okay. Talk about um, your other one then. Then I'll talk about a banger. certified banger. You've seen this before, though, right? I have seen it, but oh, it's been okay. years okay. and years. We my it was This movie was one of the movies that like our dad introduced us to, which I feel like is a very common thing because it was a pretty big movie obviously in the 80s and that is stand by me rob reiner film mm -hmm. and like i said i jacob and i watched uh -huh. it probably when we were in middle school maybe maybe even younger i mean we were very young um and watching it at the time i you can't really appreciate it for what it is um but i do remember liking it a lot and i remember like you know it's a movie that, you know, when we were younger, you're like, what great movies have you seen? And this was like one of my favorite movies at the time. So um, I just couldn't obviously accurately just depict or describe what it what it meant. But rewatching it, um, 
It is just a very, very amazing movie. And talk about a simple story. I mean, shit, this movie's an hour and 28 minutes. A m- amazing runtime right up Travis's alley. You know, doesn't hit the quite the 90-minute mark, so perfect for him. Um, super simple story. Oh, yeah. um, you know, four four kids get news that there's a dead body, and they're just 12-year-old kids that want to go see a dead body, and they trek across... You know the 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 lands of Oregon to get there, and um, they're they're trying to, you know, there's this there's this older gang of sorts, the Cobras, that are um, trying to beat them to it because they all want to be on the news about it, and um, they find the body obviously, and then um, yeah, but it's just well, it's from '86. I mean, I think we've all seen it, right? Yes. Spoilers. Yep. So, um, but the f- my favorite line, and it, I, I oh know yeah. Travis is going to love the line when he goes. Multiple times. It was only two days, but when we came back to the town, it just felt a lot smaller. And it just like, it's just kind of the ideology of like, you don't know how big the world is until you leave that small town and how much you can grow by leaving and coming back. And um, they all, s- what, go ahead. Where he's typing, dude. The yeah. Oh, the last line of the movie where he's yeah. like sitting at his yep. computer. Oh my it's, god. It's yeah. It's what literally a, a perfect movie. Um, oh and this god. is like <laughs> simplicity, like epitomized. Like this is what you know. This was a short story adapted. Yeah, it's Stephen King. Yeah, was it the, uh, was the original author? Yeah, I know. It's yep, because uh, we obviously watched it. And I, I remember for, uh, certain parts of it, but it was also we probably saw it 15 years ago, or maybe even 20. I don't know. I don't remember the exact age we were, but it's been a long time, and you know, it hits you right in the feels. Um, comedy's great. I love period pieces, especially in that of that era. Um, you know, and you have all your cliche like small town. Um, you know, nuances of the big brother being the, you know, the big brother being the center of attention. And do you feel like this is only relatable to males? I feel like this is a very coming. Well, it's a coming. A male, of, it's a perfect yeah. coming yeah. of age story for no a male. F- there's no females in it other than the mom. I don't think exactly. Right. But think about that. I definitely think it's enjoyable, but yeah, I feel like I mean, it yeah, speaks to women right. enjoy males. It, and I think that's in, it's intentional. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's telling that's there, you know, when you're yeah. that age, you you don't you're not exactly. hanging around. And I think they were what, 12? Girls. girls are icky, Kyle. Well, no, I mean, they're into girls. They're looking oh. at they're jerking off in their clubhouse with playboys. No, but they're <laughs> into women. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> they, they do have the saying of like women are girls or girls are they have that saying in there. But anyway, beautiful, beautiful Just movie. Question. He's a question. Incredible movie. We'll have to ask. Um, masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And uh, like, like I read Travis's review, it, and it's perfect. It's perfect a ending to yep. a perfect movie. It's oh, Travis has a written review? Whoa. Well, it's, that's it literally just said Uh-oh. it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Per- perfect ending to a perfect movie. That's what he said. Oh. He's like, I thought it was okay. Oh, Five stars. <laughs> Uh, yep. So uh, I gave this movie a five star. <laughs> cool. 
All right, I got one more. Um, I watched Election from 1999. Now, this is an Alexander Payne film. I have not seen a lot of his work, but I'm definitely interested now. Uh, I've always seen this movie poster and this movie talked about. Oh, shit, yeah. Everywhere. Like, Settle down. <laughs> Travis, come on. You love this movie, too. Yeah, it's good. Four stars. <laughs> it's okay. Four stars. No, it's good. Jesus Christ. Four, four stars. <laughs> okay, it's not my favorite either, but for what it it's is... It's just not like, my favorite. I, it's like... I, I do this, like it, but it's not I don't know. You, I went in with like zero expectations, and I saw it, and then MTV Productions came up as the, as the company. I'm like, oh, what am I getting into here? And then it's... I mean, it's from 99, so it was a different beast back then, but I don't know, like... It's just this amazing story. Like it's so well written how it crafts this, this story be- between these three students and this teacher that's that's running for student uh, council president, right? And just like this, uh, look at I don't know, just how meaningless like these things are in like high school life and even just like suburban life. And this, it's like satirical in nature. It's really funny it uh is super stylized for a comedy too like they do there's just like interesting things that it does like you know when he's banging his wife for mine and there's mm-hmm. he the, sees head the different heads yeah i saw that i did too oh, on the plane we both we all looked over we're like where do you watch like, yeah, every time there's a sex scene that's when everybody watches. <laughs> and i just watching, see, like, seek out you guys like, aren't hey, interested hey, any hey. other time except <laughs> for the sex scenes no, we, i look over for a second you put the sheet down i was like what is happening yeah, over he here? put he started putting the sheet down yeah and my then he's sheet, like my seat my whole seat was shaking <laughs> no i mean he was in yeah, the middle just, of us how are we not supposed to see what's happening it does a lot of interesting things for comedy just unzipping our pants. It was crazy. I do that anyway. Well, not unzipping our pants, pulling the sweats down. <laughs> We're all wearing. Jo- yeah, you're only allowed to wear joggers. Yeah, on a plane. you don't wear jeans on a plane. Amateur. <sighs> Fucking noob. Fucking bot. Anyway. <laughs> Matthew Broderick is great. Ruth Witherspoon is great. Uh, Chris Klein, who's like, you know, super uh, typecast, is even good. And yeah, there's just. A lot to like. Super well written. I think it was uh, um, nominated for an Oscar for for the writing. I'm pretty sure. Oh look. But anyway, it right yeah, it's. I thought it was really good. It did. One of the best like high school set movies. You know, it's like it's elevated in nature and, um, yeah, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. I it would recommend it. Best writing screenplay based on material previously so produced adapted. or published. Adapted. <laughs> yes. Screenplay. Yeah. They changed the name. Definitely. All of his shit are bangers, though. Who? Alexander Payne? Yeah. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he's Critically, well known. That's what I'm saying is that I, I've always heard his name. Um, I don't think I've seen much of his movies, no, I've only, if any. I, but no, I don't think I've seen any. This one's uh, it's a good one to start out on. It's It was a super easy watch, too. Like it's his second movie. Blew right through it. So you almost got his first one. And the, uh, here's a... Wait, I got to check when this movie came out. Has anybody ever seen Fired Up? No. no. Come on. 2009? Uh, 2009. So this came out have, 10 years but later. I don't remember anything of it. You know who Nicholas uh, DeAgosto is. De He's in the office. He plays Hunter. Yeah. He is in yep. he is in high school in election. Mm-hmm. What? Perish. 
You've seen that? Okay. Anyway, he's in. Uh, he's in. He's he's in election. He's in high school in election. Ten years later, he's in high school and fired up. <laughs> also, mm-hmm. good job. <laughs> Just connection. Funny <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Fuck you. I honestly uh, think I have seen there. this movie. Fired up. I think we watched <laughs> it like it, it was in on high school, like TV all the time. I think. Sure. No, 2009 it came out, so it wouldn't have been. We, I don't know. We probably did see it. I mean, we graduated 2010, Kyle. We'd that's what I'm saying. Is, well, that's what I'm saying is it probably wasn't on TV when we were in high school. No, anyway, moving on. Point. Elections a banger. 4.5. Travis, you're fucked. What did he give it? Oh, four. Yeah. Oh, but it's okay. I gave it a four. Relax. When was the last time you watched it's, it? It's good. It's just. When I don't know, was I the last time you watched it? Kyle got a lot out of didn't it. Didn't get as much a lot out, of him. out of it as you did. Uh, Do for a rewatch. <laughs> Probably a few years ago. It's a banger. All right, that's it. I mean, yeah, I'm ready. Shut her down. All right, well, if you want to hear any of Travis's films that he's been watching, he has two shows, Cinephiles Digest and Cinephiles Digest. One's way better. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Check those out. You have to guess which one it is. (laughs) We'll give you a link in the uh, show notes. But yeah, that brings us to a close. So next episode is going to be in the heights for sure. And Hell yeah. Appreciate it. What was the other one? No, no. Luca? No, we're not doing Luca. That's why we fell asleep the other night. We'll, we'll post it probably. Maybe. No, we won't because Jacob doesn't post it. No, these. hold on. Hold on. There was something on there. We have Instagram? <laughs> okay, Luca. Oh, wait. Next week. Yeah, Friday. F9. 25th. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Got to do it. In the God Heights and F9, baby. Fuck. We watch In the Heights. Oh, yeah. Then, uh, is F9, F9 next is that Warner Brothers? Or do we have to see it in theaters? No, it's uh, theaters. In the Heights tonight. It's not HBO it's Max. On HBO Max. Mm, not tonight. Maybe another night. You got Travis tonight. Yeah. We got things to do. Last night, was, last night was fucked, so got to make up for it. People see things to do. Yep. So next week, um, what we just said, In the Heights and F9. It's all about family. Dad, thanks for being here. If you want to follow us on... Anytime. No, you're fucking pleasure. up. Questions and comments? If you have a question or comment, you can send us an email at SusanCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at SusanCinemaPodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. And I'm on both those as JSL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. <laughs>